Hey everybody, this is Raj from the Sith List. Just want to let you know this is episode 303. You might hear 297 a little bit later, but this is The Lost Tapes. So I hope you enjoy it. It was a great episode. I'm so glad we found them. And please uh, have a great one. And we'll see you right after Star Wars Celebration next week on episode number 304 of the Sith List. But for now, The Lost Tapes. Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And where we go? We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you, King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 297 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Lachai, and my co-pilot for number 297, Mr. Carlos Buarguel. And for all you listeners, a very well-trimmed Carlos Buarguel. His mustache is on point. Not not uh, the only thing that's trimmed, but yeah. <laughs> that is just, uh, definitely don't want to hear that. Some more things and I got a visual trimmed. of yeah. a... Land strip down there, and I don't want to hear it. Les, how you doing, buddy? I he just threw up in his mouth. Bring, bring, I'm bringing the plane in to land on the landing strip. Let's just. Oh let's wait, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, a I don't, I don't know what the hell to do with that. Okay, how, why did you? How does that work? How do well? We I don't. Get, I wasn't expecting you to land a plane on his landing strip. That's for sure. Keep talking. What's that? My co-pilots for the evening. And you say co-pilots because we're we're flying something, obviously. Then you say landing strip. Well, I don't think I'm flying. And then I say we're going to land on the landing strip. We're pilot. We're in the air, man. We got to bring it home. I would I would normally go to King Tom right now, but he's dying, so I'm not. Yeah, Yeah, just 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 let us land the plane safely, everybody. (sighs) My landing strip's open for everybody. Randy, Brace how you yourself, doing, buddy? <laughs> doing all right, man. There's only one pass per intro, and Tom already took it, so yes, I'm doing all right. right. <laughs> Poor Eric. He's like, damn it, I wanted to pass on this. Eric, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Nothing. <laughs> Everything's great. Oh, here is some exciting news. My cat's getting surgery on Monday, finally. Oh, oh wonderful. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Nothing well, that several... Several hundred dollars can't take care of. Trust me, pets. I know twenty-five of them to be exact. Twenty-five hundred. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Willie doesn't have insurance. Thanks a lot, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I both of my 
both of my dogs have insurance only because when Coco got hit by a car and was hit and run, we ended up spending ten thousand dollars on that leg. It was and, and the heart problem, you know, because when they when they God forbid something happens to your pets where they get hit by a car or they have shock, their their hearts shrink when they go into shock, and you have to wait twenty four hours to see if it comes back to size. Um, I, Eric, I'm sure you know this because your wife's a vet tech, but um, so that so. Just having him there, having her there for the 24, 48 hours and then having surgery, oh, it's just a, just a mess. So now we have insurance, but they don't obviously cover pre-existing injury. So thanks, Obama. Oh, now, gosh. I hope everybody realizes that was, I'm just joking. Yeah, so is I need to explain to people that that's a joke. That's on <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel like that. But in today's landscape, man, you just, that's so you true. just can't be I, too so careful. I feel like we need we did say the oh, oh there it comes That's full circle now i know what the uh episode's called <laughs> yeah. but you, you know that'd be a great way to get elected is be like you know what insurance for all your pets Dude, like, wow that is a phenomenal platform bro that would be mine insurance for all your pets and the day after the super bowl <laughs> is a national holiday i mean that's a winning platform randy i was being sarcastic but <laughs> Randy gave me the look of you lost your fucking mind. Oh, you uh, fucking crazy. <laughs> in seven oh, years, Lord. when I can when I can run for president, you're gonna see this face. And a, lot of, God's oh, and a lot, lot of Godzilla by Manscaped. And a lot of Yeah, sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah. Gentlemen, I want to show you my balls. Look at them. They're silky and smooth. Those are their attributes. I haven't given them names. But for some people, smooth isn't enough. They want smoother. They want flawless. They want transcendent. They want perfection. A surface that's completely without friction. That's why Manscaped created the Ultra Smooth Package. For men who like their package, Ultra Smooth. Dude, remember when we were offered Manscaped? Was it, is it called Manscaped? The uh, trimmer for the ball yeah, sack? Yeah, yeah, it's called Manscaped. Yeah, that's yeah we were long jokes. ago, right when they first started, we got offered to plug their stuff and, if we would, and then to give us a couple of those trimmers. But then they saw Boo, and they said, nope, that's not going to work. So uh, they backed out a real quick. Sorry, a few more boy. years. Yeah, give us a few more years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're doing a podcast, man. And how's everybody doing? Eric, other than the cat, uh, and good vibes towards your cat, by the way. Hopefully everything goes great. How, how's everything else? Man, everything's awesome and great. You know, uh, exciting time at work. It's, I work at my church yeah, still. And it's Holy Week. Got Good Friday coming up. Got Easter, right. man. More new songs than I know how to learn in a short oh. period of time. But it's going to be great. Uh, Randy, how you been? You know, I've been all right. I've been dabbling with so much stuff, Araj. This they is call a short you, podcast. I don't got time to tell you about all of it. They call you DJ Dabbles. <laughs> they do call me DJ Dabbles. That's correct. Guys, our 300th episode is coming up. I've said this before. It's going it? to be great. It, it's shaping. Well, I don't know if it's coming up, but it, we're going to definitely do it. We will get some friends on our 300th to come out. Looks like we might be having Cake Boss Ralph back in the Sith Lair. Of course, our friend Steel Saunders. There might be one Johnny Grosso coming in, one Hosberg Hart. Sal's coming on. Uh, we're going to have Laura from Force Toast on. So it's going to be a ton of fun. Please come out on YouTube. It's going to be a live stream, and it's going to be a ton of fun. We have some surprises. It's going to be super, super exciting. So check us out there. Les, how you doing, my man? I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. We got to see Moon Knight together last night, and uh, we'll talk about it later. And there's a lot to talk about, a lot to unwrap. King Tom, 
You back? Um, uh, you okay now? Yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm alive. Recovered. I'm good. Good, good. So I think we should just jump into uh, the box office and things we've watched. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Electric Boogaloo beat out Morbius, guys. And here's the numbers. $71 million for Sonic the Hedgehog. I think it's the biggest video game opening in history. If, did you guys hear that? No? Let's just say Let's just go with it then. So $71 million, you, Big winner, chicken dinner, Sonic the Hedgehog. Morbius, $10 million. Way to take a big dump on your second week. The Lost City, $9.2 million. Ambulance, 8.7. And The Batman, 6.6. The Batman is currently at $740 million worldwide. I don't think it's going to hit a billion dollars as we all expected, which is uh, interesting because it's coming out early on streaming tomorrow. this week. Tomorrow, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, very, very interesting that uh, it didn't hit. And I wonder why it didn't. I wonder if it's because people know that haven't seen it that it's coming out on HBO Max. You know, who Possible, knows? Yeah. Still very, a great, great total. I mean, $740 million. Pretty ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, there you go. And, and listen to this, guys. Mor- King Tom's going to like this. Morbius and the Kingsman have made the exact same amount of money. Yeah, I get that Morbius has been out, you know, two days or two weeks. And Kingsman's been out for like five years. But well, they're right now at the exact same amount of money. The, th- the it- thing is, like, I've, I've actually seen people who say they've seen Morbius and, and said what a bad movie it was. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anyone say they've seen the Kingsman. I was about to ask, has anybody seen both and compare? Ooh. I think Les saw Kingsman. I have seen the Kingsman. In theaters good. or? No, 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 no. I saw it at oh, home okay. in the comfort of my home. In his undies? No. <laughs> I only play video games <laughs> in my undies. Oh, gosh. Stipulations. <laughs> There's rules. Semantics, y'all. Semantics. <laughs> I have a question for you, Brass Tacks. Tacks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the rails a little bit. Am here. I in my Indies okay. as we speak? Absolutely. That I, that I don't want to know. I want to know why you mask it. Is that because you had winter bush? Is that what was going on? Winter bush. <laughs> Is that what what it was? <laughs> I have the great thing about hang on. The great funny. thing right now is knowing that from this point forward we can say literally anything because nobody is gonna hear it. So. <laughs> you think Winterbush is the deal breaker? <laughs> I think I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing. Nah, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but is that well, why you did it though? That uh, yeah, that's why I did it. Oh, who me? Well, that's why I said it. No, oh boo. no, boo. Say, is that no. why you shaved because of your winter bush? No, I I, I I try to keep it. You know, you know, at a you know, try to keep the jungle in in uh, no in good tidings at all no. times. No, that, if they weren't gone before, they are now. There it is. They are now. We've lost the last two. And, and I thought we survived that hard landing. <sighs> okay. That was, worth it. that was worth that little giggle from King Tom. <laughs> that wasn't a giggle. That was a sigh. <laughs> no, no. He's been read no. this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no, things we wrong. watched. Things we watched. Anybody watch anything of substance? <laughs> yes. Yes, nice. I'm finally completely caught up on Ozark. Yay! I got two words, and they're both "damn." I'm super sold on the show, man, and I cannot wait for the rest of the episodes to come out. 
we were watching it and uh, you know i told you my wife has already gone through and watched the show and as i'm going i'm watching it at night she goes look i want to watch the last two again with you before you know you wrap it up and so i watched the third from the last and i look at her and she's like half asleep i'm like hey uh can i just watch this She's like, yeah, as long as I can watch the last one with you, it th- it finishes, and I want to just wake her up. It's like two in the morning. Oh, Listen, yeah. I know you got to get up at five thirty, but here's the deal: we're gonna watch this show. But I went ahead and just waited until the next night. Golly, that is some good TV, man. It really is. It's a fantastic show, and I cannot wait to finish it off. The the thing that impresses me so much about the show i mean obviously the story the writing it never really hit a point where you're like all right that'll do because a lot of times super intense over the top situational shows they'll hit that line where it's like oh okay that's enough but it hasn't that hasn't happened but also there's not dud one among the acting performances oh no in it every single part is well done it's that's almost unheard of, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. It's yeah, really there's good. There's times where you're like, come on, can some, something bad's going to happen again to this family? Like, but then they don't like overdo it. You're right. It's not a point where you're like, well, that's just fucking ridiculous. It's always on the edge. And yeah, they, oh, it's so good. Very well, awesome. and like it's uh, the situation. It's all of their own making. Yeah. Everybody is literally responsible for the problems that follow them around. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, it's what did you expect? Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's all greed, too. Yeah. It's, it's very Breaking Bad-ish, though. The feel of it, it's very Breaking Bad-ish. And, and I don't want to take a boo bit from you, boo, later, but I just want to throw this out. Were you going to talk about Better Call Saul at all? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I won't take it from you. I Stick those it. bits right back in your... It reminds me when you talk about like shows that like kind of jump the shark at a certain point to become where you can't suspend your disbelief. Weeds was one of those shows. Yes. Like where at the first season you're like, oh, I'm on board. And then it just started getting so like outlandish that they were still alive. They're like like, part of the cartel at a certain point and they're still quirky and bubbly. Right. Now, Ozark kind of does that in a way, but they're, they're still alive because they're needed. And, and you yeah. can see why they need it. And then they explain, they pretty much go through where, why aren't, we, or why aren't these two dead yet? And the, they pretty much explain why. Not them, but the, the characters that are in, in control, really. So, yeah, it's really, if you haven't watched it, definitely take a chance on it. I've been cruising along 1883. I think I have three more left, and it's just getting more intense and more intense. Last couple episodes, I just like, you, you turn it off, and you like, want to take a deep breath. It's one of those shows, you know, there's no levity in it whatsoever, but it's very, I, uh, very well done. I got caught up on uh, Barry since we were talking oh. about it last week. I was like, I got to fucking catch up on that show. Gosh. Oh. So good. So good. Yeah. And that, that is a marker, that episode with the, uh, with the uh, girl. The Taekwondo the, horror the Taekwondo. Episode. Yeah. My goodness. The whole thing's like a horror episode. It's great. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Anybody watch anything else? Uh, Les, you watch anything? Uh, just uh, continuing with Atlanta and Winning Time right now. Oh, yeah. Winning Time, I've heard more things about. I'm gonna, I think I'm just going to binge that one. Fantastic. And, yeah, I've heard it's great. Atlanta, did not watch the last episode, but very impressed with this season. Man. Oh, you got to. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Okay. He just, he just, 
anything that has been on any type of Twitter drama, so uh, TikTok, social media, he's on it, huh? viral virality of any type, yeah. anything that has gone viral, uh, shit takes, shit posts. He just <laughs> takes those things and just makes them part of the show, and just twists and and just shows how ridiculous some of those things are and how satirical they are in the beginning and then you know something atlanta is actually kind of a scary show it is when you're watching it it's got some very creepy creepy tone to it you're just like uh what the this is this is not they're not on whatever planet we're on for sure man it is definitely a different world man the first three four (laughs) minutes of this season um without spoiling it it's it's literally scary like it freaks me out yeah yes Oh, uh, you know, this is like such a great time for television, man, for streaming. I mean, I don't think in history we've had a better time for shows. We have so many high quality shows are out there um, surpassing movies at this moment. At this point, you know, COVID had a lot to do with it and studios not being able to make shows, but make movies. But it's a good time to fucking be sitting at home in your undies. Well manicured. You know what I mean? All right. Anybody else watch anything good? No? Boo? You good? Yeah, no, I'm good. A little just, busy uh, this weekend, huh? Just, yeah, just manscaping. Yeah. Hey, boo, though, I got a text from Brittany. And she said oh, that, yeah. I always and, forget and, that they were watching these shows. Yeah. yeah, it had nothing to do with the manscaping. But <laughs> she, did, she, did say, she did say that you need to watch The Ultimatum, which, Randy, is the show that... Yes. I, p- ready? Please tell me you've started it. I haven't started it. Oh, okay. Again, I just remember when you said the ultimatum, I was like, yeah. Les saw the preview for it because it was for the, for the Love is Blind uh, season finale. They had an ultimatum. I had the preview for ultimatum. Man, it's, I'm two episodes in and it's as cringeworthy and it's bad. Boo, you've been watching I it too? The, we finished it. I remember it, yeah. the premise. Oh. Just like, uh, uh, Say the premise again so everyone Okay, so the premise is couples. There's about six couples, and one of them gives an ultimatum to the other. And one's not ready to get married. One wants to deeply get married. So they pack six couples into this really nice hotel on the rooftop, pretty much, penthouses and stuff. And they have to pick another person that's in the group and live with them in that hotel for three weeks to see if they're compatible with the other person that wants to get married or doesn't want to get married. So you're intertwined, like changing relationships in front of your current boyfriend or girlfriend. Who's also in a, another relationship. Yes. Yeah. It's a shit show, man. It's, it's yeah, so that, bad, it's good. It's so strange that that wouldn't just work out smoothly. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder literally. if living with some new person for three weeks and <laughs> in front of no idea who your, they actually are, right? I and if and be going better. going to dinner and on dates and going to the bar and the pools and hanging yeah. out and talking in front of your other, you know, your real boyfriend, the or girlfriend. person you came with, yeah, yeah, and they're with somebody. It's just 
Well, I, I think that that's really special, man. When you can take something as precious as love and commitment and just shit on it like it doesn't <laughs> matter, that's really <laughs> something else. And that's just a sign that we as a race of people have really just taken it to the next level and evolved past the point of actual any kind of decency towards other people. I just, I think that's great. That's a, a goddamn marker we can stick in the ground and say at this point right here, we decided that other people's feelings don't matter at all. In the name of entertainment, why not just rip families apart? That's hilarious. <laughs> well, how, well, well, I'll even do one better. Like, I think it's great that not only like these two people who were in a relationship that was already doomed because of the nature of it, Mm -hmm. Then go on a TV show where producers don't get in the way. They allow them to ruin their relationship. And then a bunch of people watch it and condone them. Like everyone's come together for the yes. shit show. Yes. I'm proud of everyone involved. Look, me and Brittany are closer because of this show now. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's great. But here's the thing. What if one of them, right, finds their true love with the other partner? Look. There's multiple what partners. And Boo, Boo can back me on this. There's multiple yeah. people on this show that don't want to get married and they come up with this bullshit thing of, and they all do, all the guys do, I'm not financially stable yet, even though their partner is heavily financially stable. So, and all of them say the exact same thing. I'm not financially stable. I'm not ready to do this yet. So their partner is willing to get married and they want to start a family, but this person is riding along and wasting their time. So what if one of them, and I'm not saying this happens because I'm not even close to it. Boo can attest. Don't, don't spoil it, Boo. No, no. I won't say a word uh, now. No, please, please. Please. What if that's something where people fall in love? What if? What if, yeah. But, but you, can, you can say that to anything. And yeah, here's the deal. <laughs> here's, here's the deal, man. Um, love is an action it, it yes it's a feeling and all that but if you genuinely it, let me i've been married three times which makes my advice much <laughs> more hilarious but uh like even with my with my first two wives um dude i made a commitment to them if they had been in it and faithful to me, I would have stayed with them regardless of the difficulty because re relationships aren't, if it's like, oh, we never fight and everything's great. That's not an excellent sign. You, relationships take work just like anything else. So if, if, if you're, if it's already doomed, then, then that's one thing, but like for the entertainment value of it, but yeah. I, I don't know, man, I, I really, feel, <laughs> I really feel like we've hit a low when uh you make a point though Eric. you know you're you're willing to exploit this stuff there's no one true love for every person no that's ludicrous because just dude i'm a christian and i believe in god and even then i still think there would have been some terrible clerical error where that one true love of yours was accidentally born in another continent that you'll never get to and you yeah, would never sure. meet you are capable of loving any number of people and monogamy and commitment is a decision. And that's, that's how life works. And if you want to be in a committed relationship, you make the decision to, and you work at making that relationship work out. 
you know if if somebody ends up meeting on there and falling in love well hot damn good for them but it could have happened anywhere else making a spectacle of it and taking people's hurt feelings and turning that into entertainment sucks man it sucks you know what else that's like <laughs> never mind no because I'm getting ready to go on a deep tear now. So just well, no, the thing is like, how could you can compete with a relationship that's on the rocks and then like, okay, well now we're gonna have that compete against a, a three week fling in a resort with some person who you know nothing about? Like it, it that's it's exciting and new. Like you can't mm-hmm. uh, a real relationship. There's ups and downs. There's struggles. There's stuff yeah. that. And more than three weeks. On. Yeah. And it doesn't have in three weeks, you don't have to compromise on much of anything. You know what else is what exciting and new? Eric, you know what else is exciting and new? Go 69ing. ahead. 69ing. Not 69ing, but thank you. Not very new, but yeah. No, the Listen, love boat. Come on. Yeah, no, I know. What what I was gonna say is that like because Randy hits it right on the on the money. Like a lot of people that 69ing. If they if they have <laughs> it, it it when they have an affair. It, it, it seems like it's it's idyllic because you're you don't have to deal with the real life part of it of bills and kids and bullshit and exactly. in-laws and all that yeah. stuff it's all just a bunch of screwing and just euphoric feelings and you don't have to deal with the hard parts the parts where well, some hard parts when you're in it for, for a long time you've got to be there for the person when they're sick when they're all these things when they're suffering personal tragedy. And if you can't be there for somebody through that, then you're not in love with them. Yeah. You can't be supportive to them when they lose a parent. That, well, absolutely. That's real. That's real shit. Yeah. That's what love is. But let me tell you, Eric, that is not good television. No, I know it's not, but <laughs> okay. that is not <laughs> Netflix. More about that, that is not consumers. trending on Netflix. It's not in the top 10, Eric. Okay. Next week on Netflix, the commitment. <laughs> <laughs> real love yeah here we are just holding hands <laughs> yeah i just uh, think it's a shame because we were talking about the movie titanic earlier yes we were great mm-hmm. segue mm-hmm. and that brings me to this true love you know what really grinds my gears here's my thing about titanic oh it's one of the greatest love stories ever told no it's not because here's the deal you've got this woman the old lady this is the character I'm talking about. Yeah. The Rose. unsinkable. She's, yes, oh, <laughs> the unsinkable Rose. old lady. The unsinkable she's, Rose. She's on the Titanic. She's engaged to a dude, which I, I get why that wasn't going to work out. She hooks up with this guy. It's her one true love. Two days later, he's dead. I mean, that's a dream come true to some people. But she goes on <laughs> to have this entire life with somebody because she raised a family yeah she did the hard stuff and the grind with somebody and had a family and kids and grandkids and the whole bit mm-hmm. when she dies she goes back to her one true love the guy she knew for two fucking days on this boat and not the person who walked side by side with her and did <laughs> life with her that's not romance that's bullshit I feel very the real fucking that. hero of that movie is Billy Zane when he grabs that kid and says, I have a child and gets the <laughs> fuck out of there. <laughs> but do you understand oh, what I'm trying to say? I don't mean get so hot about Zane. it, but that drives me crazy, man. No, dude, you're I've never thought of that. Because Point. when you're in a long term relationship, listen. 
as I've gotten older, and again, yes, I've, I'm on my third marriage, okay? But I've become a lot more realistic about what it takes to make a long-term relationship work out. And stuff that would have been an absolute deal breaker to me 20 years ago isn't now because I understand the difficulty of making this go. And when none of that matters because of some fling you had all this time ago, it means more to you than this life you've built with somebody over all this time who was there for you during all of it. No, sure, maybe he didn't let your fat ass get up on a door while he stayed in the freezing cold water and pretend like it wasn't a big deal, but I bet there was a lot of sacrifices made. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be funny, but that burns my ass, man. I evidently. Sorry. Hey, that's all right, dude. I have a feeling we're going to come back to this conversation in a few weeks. To Titanic or the actual? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how far we can really get into this without just going down a major rabbit hole. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we meet up, I think we'll have to visit this conversation. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, great points, Eric. Great points. I, I, I probably am still going to watch the show, though. But still, very good oh, points. Yeah, the show. I'm yeah. sorry, man. I just, oh, no, it's okay. I, I, I think as a, as a society, we've devalued what actual love is oh, yeah. in exchange for sucks, Eric. in exchange for the the this breathless hurtling through time and space with very little control we've exchanged the two and it's it's a shame i agree buddy. it's an actual shame <laughs> I, I totally agree everyone but, has the ability to disconnect from it though like you don't have to subscribe to all that bullshit no or you could just watch it <laughs> <laughs> very good very good I'm going to think of you Eric every time I hear this now Billy Zay god there damn he is. fucking hero of the god movie damn it. I just want to hear Celine just for a little bit and then I'll, I'll shut it down wasn't this not her oh but in the movie I thought it wasn't her in the, in the movie they only played her song at the very end during the credits but like the vocal parts in the movie because I thought they had vocal parts in the movie not the words like vocalization and it wasn't her oh. I don't know I can't remember the whole story behind that but there is a thing where it was originally going to be somebody else mm-hmm. yeah the cool part about that type about seeing the actual Titanic is that the four stacks look like pegs on battleship yes they do and the cooler part of that, if you've gone to Rosarito, California, you know that the set was over there. So they left it in Rosarito uh, for a decade. I mean, it was there for 10, 15 years just sitting there. So you drive by, you see the Titanic on the side of the road, uh, which is kind of cool. Not on the side of the road. It's actually set. but In the ocean. I think they had like the, was it the Black Pearl there too? The Pirates of the Caribbean ship yes, for a while? Yes, they did. they did. James Cameron's still underwater down there. He's trying to. Trying he to lives underwater. Yeah. He does. Spruce Goose, Long Beach, famous Leonardo DiCaprio, Aviator. It, absolutely. There you go. And is it still there? Where? I don't know, but it was. Oh. I haven't been looking for Long Beach Goose Airport for a while. is where Catch Me If You Can was filmed. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's all over. We're the entire movie, time. including all the courtroom scenes and everything, right there. <laughs> yes. the Parts like yeah, Russia. They, well, yeah, they, they built an actual set around the entire airport. Yeah. <laughs> They record it made it super inconvenient for all the travelers. Yeah. But look, we got a movie to make, people. Exactly. 
Best Nobody really uses Long Beach We're going to give you anyway. the tour, Eric and King Tom, when you get down here. The Hollywood tour. Oh, Ran- the Long Beach Airport. Yeah, we're not going anywhere else. <laughs> You're going to fucking love it. Dude. That's where Disneyland is, King Tom. It's <laughs> <laughs> a roundabout. I'm suddenly concerned for this You know who's going to... Yeah, it should be. You know who's going to love this long intro steal? He's going to absolutely love it. <laughs> Shit, I thought we were done. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, absolutely still, not. Still, we got nothing. We got a good surprise for you. Guys, uh, I think it's time to get into some Star Wars. Um, I think Mr. Thrawn hit it. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. God, dude, every time. I'll, I'll eventually quit saying that, but that's dang, okay. that's cool. Um, so this, ha- this came out the day after we recorded last week that Bad Batch is officially got a panel for Star Wars Celebration for Bad Batch Season 2. So I suspect that they'll show the first episode during the panel. I mean, that's traditionally been what they've done with Star Wars animation panels. And, um, you know, I was really stoked on the show whenever the first season ended, but now like the, after having the Mandalorian and the Kenobi staring us in the face, I'm less on fire for it than I was, but I'm still pretty stoked on the show. Are you guys, is that a panel you'll go to? Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't think there's a ton of panels, so uh, I'm gonna try to go to whatever I'm into, and that's one thing I watch. So maybe, and if the real life Rafa's there, I'm definitely going. <laughs> I'm down. Oh, for God's sake! Well, that was an exciting conversation about the, the Bad Batch. Uh, you know, when I think of Rafa. Okay. <laughs> uh, what other panels are there? Uh, there will be the there will be the the upcoming live TV thing, which mm-hmm. encompasses you know Andor, Mando, all that stuff. Uh, there will be. I don't. I suspect there will be a dedicated Kenobi panel. Oh yeah, for sure. But but uh, you know there has some. I'm telling you, so sick. If they just showed a title card for Andor and showed a bunch of Marvel trailers, <laughs> <laughs> or just Narcos, I have <laughs> Clip, clips for, clips from Rogue One. Yes, yes, yes. that'd be awesome. Andor title card and clips from Dirty Dancing Two. Oh, Havana Nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That but, will yeah, be. I the do classic. think I am going to say I'm I believe we're going to see Donald Glover on that stage as a surprise to announce the Lando series. Just putting it out there. I want it to happen, so I'm putting it out in the universe. Well, I mean, that would be, that would be neato. That would be. Right? I think you're on to something. All right. Cool. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, 
<laughs> we got we were talking about star wars video games last week with lego star wars the skywalker saga coming out and i gotta tell you we've spent a little more time with it and again man i stand behind everything i said last week everything about it is improved on an already successful platform okay but oh which by the way i suspect this will be another panel is uh fallen order or oh, they were not going to yeah. call it Fallen Order 2. It's Jedi something, which will be the, the sequel to that. I suspect there will be a panel for that. But uh, Force Unleashed gets a physical release on yeah. Nintendo Switch. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got it up for on my Xbox, and I've never even started it once. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a thing. Maybe uh, anybody playing that? Anybody hip to it? I never played I the first one. I played the second one. Yeah, I I played the first one all the way back way back when on the PC. Um, yeah. Apparently, this yeah. one is supposed to have motion controls with the Switch, and then there's like a two player in person lightsaber mode. Oh, damn. so I might get that because my son will be into that. See what we can do with it. I played the first two games. I like them. They're cool. I yeah, hate it's... the story though. Is, yeah, stories of Raj says ten out of ten. <laughs> My vast video game hard hitting game knowledge. It's not like I said before, it's no pitfall, but <laughs> no, no, nothing can be, man. But I like it. You, what they should do is <laughs> release Pitfall as a VR game. They should. That would be... Oh, my God. That's a VR game. Oh, my God. That would be fucking horrible. Dude, I'll get on that crocodile side on that little corner nook right there where you just land on that croc. Ugh. Right on his eye. Right on his eyeball. Watch him keep opening his mouth. Say how to take that. That fucking rattlesnake snakes scare the shit out of me, though, dude. I don't know if I... I jump over that fucking sound up. I love that noise. Yeah. It's the best noise ever. Pretty good. Game. So, okay. Uh, apparently, mind you, apparently, I'm just going to say, um, Cinelink says we're getting a second season of Star Wars Visions. Yeah. And for me, I'll just say this. I do. I did like it quite a bit. Okay. But. Uh-huh. I it didn't have a ton of rewatchability for me. Like I have not gone back and watched any of those episodes at all in forever. Oh, and I don't true. foresee me doing it anytime soon. Hmm. You guys, are you guys still watching it? No, that's a great point. I thought it was fantastic, uh, some of them, but I haven't gone back and watched any of them. I've I'm I've rewatched good. one or two a few times. Too busy with the ultimatum, I guess. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not. But I, I kind of appreciate that about that series that it's just mm-hmm. like it's so disposable. I like it's in the moment. It's great, and you're like awesome. You don't have to go back to it. Where every other Disney Star Wars thing is like this big commitment to stay on. Like you want to see these people on Tatooine? Let's do it. You want to see these people on Tatooine? Let's fucking do it. Like I like that. It's just a kind of like get in, get out kind of thing. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. That is a good point because it doesn't take that big commitment. And my kids actually really enjoyed it. They didn't like some of the episodes that I thought they would, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll definitely watch it. 
I... The thing about it, though, is they say second season. Is it going to be new stories made up by new creative teams? Or are we going to see sequels to... Because some of them, some of the shorts were open-ended. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I hope I we get new... probably be I, a mix. I, I, oh, yeah, okay. Mix would be good. Like I'd rather like the stories that are worth it. The stories yeah. that were more coveted than others might get sequels, but I expect that there'd be more original stuff than anything else. Yeah. Well, so according to the report from Cinelinks, okay, uh, let's see, where is it at? They've heard that the second season will arrive sometime this fall and that it will feature returning studios from the first season with planned follow-ups on certain stories from that season. Oh, there you go. Mm. But some new studios will be working on the second season for oh. stuff that is unrelated to the first season. Randy, okay. it's a bingo. It's a bingo. So, yeah. Maybe we'll get Tatooine Rhapsody Part 2 where the band hits the sophomore slump and one of them hits the drugs really hard. Oh, Jesus. that'd be great. We'd have maybe like a behind the music, a meta one. Somebody's yeah. on Spice. Yeah. yeah yep. That'd get, be great. We'll get Toby 2. Yeah. The, what's the, what was the first one? The very first one. What was that called again? The, the episode one? The Samurai um, one? Yeah, oh, Samurai yeah. one. Yeah, that one's left the duel. Yeah, yeah, the duel. Yeah, the duel. I'd like that to see was, a sequel of that one. Yeah. yeah, that was a book though that they that put a, out a book yeah, about yeah, that yeah. that yeah. told the story after that. Oh, that sucks. Mm. Nobody reads though. <laughs> I really like the brother and sister episode. Mm-hmm. That was like crazy. that hardcore super anime one. Yeah, where it's like Dragon Ball and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway. And plus, fuck Rose. Yeah, don't don't get me started. <laughs> Speaking of disposable, <laughs> disposable content, it's much like the commitment people make to each other <laughs> before they head off on these reality shows. Uh, Doctor Eric Phil. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Just. I'm that sorry. Was, this that was is, great. No, no, I there's, a lot of, there's a lot of personal pain. I learned a lot about that, myself tonight. That comes from my, my, my response to that. So my apologies if that t- took anybody by surprise. Uh, so it looks like one of the directors of... Uh, uh, oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> Spidey. It's, yeah, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Into the Spider-Verse. God. Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Not that one, dude. No way home. No way home. Uh, no. no. Oh, my God. Sorry. I, it's I, not him? It's it's Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The director of Into the Spider-Verse. I thought you were just kidding. No, no, no. I, I didn't no, know. yeah, man. Into the one of the directors. I thought it was a guy from Spider-Man. No Way Home. No. Oh, he's doing that something. Was, that was the, the TV show. Yeah, he's doing a Star Wars thing, right? Possibly. Yeah, okay. But this is one of the directors of Into the Spider-Verse is apparently going to be directing an episode of the Ahsoka show. Nice. So, and that's what we know that maybe that's a thing. That's literally the facts that we have right there. Cool, cool. So, yeah. I mean, hey, that's cool. I'm yeah. I, dude, I'm really looking forward to all the, the Star Wars shows. The subject came up, like, how bad do we need a Star Wars movie? 
Yeah, right. That's always I, right now, man. I'm more excited about TV shows continuing to come out. I just, I really enjoy the long form storytelling. Yeah, I think that's like, I don't know if they could, there would be a compelling enough reason to want, get hyped over a two hour Star Wars story right now. It'd have to be so epic in scale. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now that it's not the Skywalker saga or things plugged directly into it, I don't know that you'll get. I mean, I'll go see a Star Wars movie if it hits the theater. I mean, just that's just how it's going to go. But will I go see it 14 times? Probably not. Could you imagine if Rogue One would have ended up just being a series? Not that it wasn't an amazing movie. But if it ended up being like a series where you follow all those characters and not just Cassian. That would have been cool, man. Because there's a lot of meat there. Could have done the Band of Brothers thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been something. And that's what they kind of like sold us on, right? And they, when we, well, Anaheim? I think that's what we sold ourselves on. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the trailer that they had was very like intense. Not the trailer, the little, the sound effects and showing that that star above looked like Endor at that time. Oh, that like first original thing. Yeah. The first yeah, original. Yeah. The thing. one yeah. where it's like the forest and fucking. Yeah. That was, it was like the stuff. saving Private Ryan of Star Wars. Did you, did oh, you ever see that video? where they took that and it's it's like shot for shot the same as the end of solo no no like the way the way no. supposedly the way the camera pans down and moves over the planet is the same way that when they go when they go to the gambling planet at the end and they reveal lando in the casino it's like the same camera movement and everything oh shit I'm sure there's a lot that happens between all those groups where some of it almost becomes scientific where like this is the fucking uh, engaging uh, uh, cinematography and they just like recycle if it doesn't get used. Right. Yeah. Huh. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, King Tom, I think is there some uh, comic book stuff? Um, yeah, they, uh, there are two issues out this week. One of the Darth Vader mainline series where I'm going to be honest with you. I like this series because of what it's done with Ochi and it's having Vader go up against Sabe, who is one of Amidala's handmaiden maidens. Uh, but they're doing a lot of like, this person is involved with Crimson Dawn and this person is not, and this is all set between Empire and Jedi. And that part of it is very confusing. Um, on in the main series, though, that follows the heroes again between Empire and Jedi, um, they're looking for a certain Imperial Star Destroyer that Poe Dameron's mom is on, and oh. um, they're trying to find out information about it. And Kira shows up on the uh, the Rebel flagship and has a big conversation with Leia. Um, offering her information and, you know, trying to get her to, to, to do business with Crimson Dawn, even though Crimson Dawn has different goals in mind. Um, but then there's also, you know, the whole Han thing between them. And um, I think there was one bit like where Kira wanted to say hi to Chewie and Chewie didn't, didn't want to. Interesting. So Leia and Kira, um, they meet and they hang out. Yeah, they've met. They've met like once or twice in the comics. This would this would be their second time, and it's it, it is an interesting dynamic when you know they're going to meet because there is the whole Han thing between them. Just like in Titanic. 
I never should have said anything. No, no. Anyway, I don't have anything else, man. If there's anything else, I'm not doing. Is, a good is there job. a high? Re- uh, they released High Republic cover, King Tom. This thing. Uh, um, yeah, it, Path, that, of, Path the, of Deceit. That's going to be the first novel for Phase Two, which comes out in um, in the fall. And again, this is a hundred fifty or two hundred years before Phase One of the High Republic. Um, Araj is showing an image of a character, Marada Rowe, who is. Think Marcion Rowe's grandmother or great grandmother, and she's the book description mentions a cult of people who don't trust the Jedi. Big guesses that she's involved with that. Only one of the characters they've mentioned as part of this is a Jedi. Um, also, the book takes place on the planet Dalna, I believe, and uh, a few of the High Republic pieces in Phase One mentioned some sort of incident on Dalna happening in the past. So that's I'm guessing one of the ties here. Interesting. Cool. I'm, are those the authors there? Are they new authors? Or I haven't recognized those. Um who names. who yeah, um Tessa Grattan. Tessa Grattan and just Justina Ireland has done Star uh, yeah, Wars Justina Ireland stuff has, before. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, but T- Tessa is Grattan is new. Okay. Cool. Well, that's going to be fun, I think. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, a little, little 250 years before is interesting. I know people were really confused about that, but maybe they'll make it work. Well, great. Well, thanks, Eric and King Tom. Appreciate that. Boo, you got some bits in there? It better be bits. It better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Oh, yeah, I always got some bits. So one of my favorite uh, movie franchises is adding a uh, big-time actor or actress, uh, Brie Larson is going to be uh, joining the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, yeah, wait, just so, just so we're clear, it's, just, it's one of your favorites. Yeah, I said one of my favorites, yeah. yeah. Wait, did he say? Don't you mean say? everyone, dude? Everyone! <laughs> I was waiting Thanks, for buddy. that. Thank you, buddy. I was waiting for that. Brie Larson. Brie Larson is joining everyone's favorite franchise. Well, she's been in those Nissan commercials. Thank you. So she's yeah, been ready. I know. She better she's drive. Like, she, yeah, that's probably part of her contract. She's like, I have to drive a, a Nissan. Yeah. Right. Electric one, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, <laughs> I like yeah. Brie Larson, man. That I'm just waiting for her to be in Star Wars. Let's do this. Get it done, Lucasfilm. Sorry. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, I think she'd be fine. Um, Araj teased this a little bit earlier about uh, Better Call Saul. The uh, season, the final season, I think has started or is or is, is going to premiere soon. I have I haven't seen any of Better Call Saul. I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, I've heard it's you know the the uh, little brother of of uh, Breaking Bad. If you can, it's if you can put it that way, but it's right there next to it. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will appear in the final season of uh, Better Call Saul. Yes, indeed they will. So that should be that should be pretty cool to see them and again. For, and for people that have Netflix, the new season, well, not new to the people that have watched it already. Season 5. Season 5 is now on Netflix and it has new episodes there. Uh, definitely check it out. If, again, if you're a Breaking Bad fan, the first two episodes are a little slow. You fight through those first two episodes... You will definitely be happy with what you get. 
because it is right there. To me, the last season is right there with Breaking Bad. And that says a lot because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it is fantastic. Yeah, it has to be one of the top five shows. That and all Ever. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing show. That's a four. <laughs> four and a half. Yeah. Um, another movie that I, I haven't seen, but I've heard it's fantastic. I want to see it is Uncut Gems. Morbius. Adam Sandler. Oh, good movie. Yeah, good movie. Great movie. Great movie. He, yeah, he says that uh, him and the uh, Safdie or Safdie brothers mm-hmm. are cooking up a new project together. Oh, good. Those guys no, are cool, man. No other details on besides that, but they are working together again. So I. I know that's going to make a ton of people happy. That movie is a walking anxiety attack. I think that's what I've heard. Where it's, it's just like, like good lord, you need some Xanax and some <laughs> shit when you're watching that movie. Like, the whole time you're just like, you can still pull out, dude. Yeah, still make it out of this. Yeah, make it happen, dude. Make it happen. Just cut your losses. <sighs> fucking movie. So I was saying to Rose too, though. You can still him. make it out of here. Just marry him. <laughs> no, no. The whole time she's like, I can still make it out of here. I just got to lose this fucking guy. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, she did. I Actually, love him, though. Did. Yeah. I'll marry this other guy. I love him. I'll come back to this fucking gem. Mm. <laughs> that one is a cut gem, though. That is a cut gem. It's very cut. Yes. Because yes. she got it from the fucking hero of the movie, Billy Zane. <laughs> Billy Zane. I like how she just wanted to make super sure that the financial future of her family was just going to be down. Well, down the drink, man. Here, this could pay for you to live for the rest of your life of generation upon generation. But instead, I'm going to throw it over the rail of this boat. So that's what I'm going to do. Right. Let's go. I think I've seen that more movie more than I realized. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> yeah, you remember the sound effect. Wow, that's yeah, because it was such a weird way to get rid of it. Oh, oh. After all that, that's the noise she made with Jack too. Oh, <laughs> what? We never saw it really. You know, we just saw the, the hand same go thing down. She and did the, to Jack at the end of the movie. Condensation. Oh. You know, Eric, what do you think about it now? I really don't have an opinion. <laughs> I don't know why that infuriates me so much, man. I love it. That did it, it infuriate well. you when you went and saw it for the first time, or did you come out of it going, "Man, that was fucking cool"? No, immediately. immediately but I didn't like, go see it in the theater. Movie. I didn't I see it in the theater. I I saw it with somebody who probably would have regarded my relationship with them in a similar fashion of. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for being here and supporting me through everything and putting me through school while I'm trying to bone some other dude on the side. Ah, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> Eric's oh, internships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, that's a deep wound, man. Titanic. It yeah. really is. It, it, cut, it cut worse it, than the... I, dude, the it felt like I just broke into and... Mm. There are other sank, Titanic jokes here. Sank to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, man, those guys that were sitting there playing music on the ship yeah, as it went down, I've never been more envious of somebody in my life trying to sit through the rest of that movie. <laughs> and that was already two and a half hours in. Yeah. The guy who like hits the thing on the way down, you're like, All right, go ahead, boot bits. I'm sorry. 
speaking of Titanic, uh, there's going to be a Titanic escape room in Vegas. Dude, this this is the best segue you've ever had in your life. I've you segued the entire episode. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm fucking kidding. No, no, no. There, there is going to be an escape room in Vegas. There's a couple of them. There. Nah, boot again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I have to ask, who has done an escape room? We did one together, bro. Yeah, I know. I, 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 yeah, just, just. You miss a Miyagi-Dum here. right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody else yeah. has done an escape room. Highly recommend it. Highly oh, recommend it. It is a blast, and you start figuring out things about the people with you that that you know, the people that you're with in the room, and stuff like that. Awesome time. Very fun. But this one might not be fun. That's going to be in Vegas. It's a uh, it escape room. Pennywise oh, and all. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see you in that one, but I'll not a chance in hell. Nope. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. No, 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 no. I've done so, two yeah. escape rooms. One in New Orleans with Boo, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And then that I was did one recently that was just garbage. <laughs> just pure garbage, man. What, what made it so bad? In, it was... Uh, he we, was by we were, himself. We were... Sp- <laughs> yeah. I was just... They put me in a room and said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, all right. Took me three days to get out of there. <laughs> no, it was, just, it was just bad. The premise was bad. We were, we were arms dealers for a... For a Cuban arms cartel or whatever, and it's just the coolest thing is like we had to point a laser into like four different beams, and it opened up a key box. That was like the highlight of it. It was, it was lame. Why'd you have to be a? Why did they give you like the backstory? Is that necessary? Oh yeah, they give you the backstories yeah. in those things. Huh. Yeah, backstory and what you need to do to find this. It's a whole like it's like a murder mystery. It's exactly what it is, except oh. for that there's no dinner. Just a room that you have to get out of. Yes. You have to escape. Can you get Ooh, dinner you think you're going to go to that thing? You can go talk well, about maybe. Pennywise? Hell no. Okay. I would love me. to do a Pennywise one. That would be cool. But there's some crazy Fuck, escape no. rooms where they pretty much almost assault you. Yeah. And <laughs> scream in oh, your sick. face. Yeah, it's awful. Awful, awful. People pay a lot of money to do it. <laughs> That's crazy. I, uh, never awful. would happen. You never catch me dead. I might be yeah. dead in there. Actually, it's like yeah. a, you're in a, like a psychiatric hospital kind of feel, like Arkham. That's how it feels. That they have those kind of ones. Shiver Island, right? Shitter Island. Shitter Island. Yeah, it's a shiver. Yeah, yeah it's shitter. A sh- shitter, <laughs> shitter Island. I think. Shitter Island. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, boo. Speaking of shit, go ahead, boo, give your boobies. Speaking of shit, Speaking of shit, actually the opposite of shit. Um, the the Crown, the show on Netflix that follows oh. the uh, the Windsor family, very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, another very Titanic good reference, dude. Yeah, yeah, the boy's a hero. <laughs> I love that line. That's my favorite line in the whole movie. Like <laughs> is just, he's just, he's gone. Oh, I love that line. Uh, no, so the lungs. Crown. Okay. The show on Netflix is going to have a prequel series. It's going to have a prequel series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ex- I, I guess it is, it's going to tackle the reign of the four kings. I have no idea what the hell that is. Haven't we had Wouldn't that? it already be the last kingdom? Jeez. Well, wouldn't it be the Tudors? <laughs> I mean, haven't we had this? Fuck if I know. Yeah, so there you what go. It's just going to be a prequel series. When it's set, who's going to be in it? No idea. Hmm. 
Okay. And and that's all I got. My my bits are empty. Your bits are your satchel is empty again. Thank oh, yeah. you, Boo. Appreciate that. Um, guys, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about um I guess uh, oh, you know what I wanted to, I wanted to talk about with Les and King Tom and uh, Randy and whoever else is into comics. I know Eric used to be and Boo also. They're doing a tribute to Jack Kirby. Did you see this, Les, at all? The Green no. Lantern number 12. Yeah, they're going to make Kirby one of the... Um, one, one of the, the Guardians? Something like that, like a, a, a god in it. And it's going to be his face as the god. And that's uh, Green Lantern number 12. Okay. It's going to be one of the most powerful forces in DC Universe, which is uh, kind of cool. That's... Very cool. Yeah, yeah cool mm-hmm. that they're doing that. So I, I, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Didn't and they make him a god once in a Mar- the Marvel books? But yeah. he was like just the artist? Yeah, the Fantastic Four oh. meets him. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So he's the god because he's the creator. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool. Very meta. I think we should talk about Moon Knight. What do you guys think? Everybody watched the episode? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, yes. great. I know you did, Les, because I was right next to you. That's Virtually right. next to you. King Tom, what was your take? If we're going to spoil this one, uh, so not much to spoil, but there's some theories out there that we've learned through our YouTube channel. People that have been watching our reactions and reviews have been dropping some crazy knowledge that I had no idea about. So uh, it's been pretty cool to read uh, how pumped people are about this. Uh, But King Tom, what's uh, what's your take on episode three? Yeah, another solid, good show. It had. A, an excellent mix of action and story development and that ending is usually the type of ending that you have you know the second to last episode where you know they they put Khonshu away who knows what effect that's going to have on Mark that's usually the type of type of thing you see the second you know before the season finale so I'm interested to see A how they get out of that and B if they're going to have something even bigger happen at the end um, my one question is, and I, I haven't read any of the, the explanations or anything like that, but there was that one scene when it seemed like neither, this is early on in the episode, but it seemed like neither Steven nor Mark were in charge. So there's a the third guy in there. There's a Jason, evidently. J- yeah, I forgot, I forgot his name. No? Jake. Jake. Jake, yeah. Oh, Jake, Jake, Jake Lockley. Jake from State Farm. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's everywhere, that fucking guy. Jake. <laughs> Jake, yeah, and he's the one, evidently, that's going to be the one that's been murdering people <laughs> this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you see Mark Spector, and you're like, the guy's kind of dicky, like he's, you know, but he has to be, he's like this, this you know, espionage op, black ops guy, but he doesn't seem like a killer. Yeah, like, they even right. go as far as making a point at the beginning of the episode that he doesn't, he just smacks that kid, trying to let him just right. go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, and in, in the books, Mark is the, um, Mark is the mercenary, and mm-hmm. Grant is the millionaire, billionaire, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Grant's got a lot of money. Yeah, yeah the episode was good. I, I really liked it. I thought it was... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, all these episodes, what, and, and I said this before, what I love about it has nothing to do as of... Well, a little bit. We had some cool things that Les will bring up in a second. But the Marvel aspect of it isn't there for me, which, which is cool. I love Marvel. But I love the fact that we don't hear about all these different characters and the event and the Avengers 
it's, it's a standalone show, even though he's going to be very involved in phase four. Um, as of right now, it's just a Moon Knight show. And it's a character that I don't know much about that I'm starting to really like. And Oscar Isaac is just killing it every single scene. And um, there's, it seems like there's a lot of things that we still don't know, which is very cool. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for this thing to, uh, to get to its like meat and bones. And I don't think we've gotten to it yet. No, we super haven't. Cool. Yeah. Right. Super, super cool. But Les, you want to touch upon the things that we caught, you caught actually when we were watching it? Well, there's only one thing I really caught, which if you, as he walks into the pyramid, as they get inside, if you take a, if you, if you're looking, you see a, a panther, you see mm-hmm. a big black panther. And that's, yeah. let's just assume that's Bast, the panther goddess or God, uh, who apparently, if, if the, if we're playing with it, leaves the Egyptian, like, pantheon and joins and becomes the goddess of wakanda so and her avatar was there is some of the stuff that we read yes she was dressed in her full um wakanda out you know yes exactly so that there's that that's cool that was really apparently uh apparently the 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 collector the art guy uh was supposed to be midnight man yes he was um, so if you play around and look and look for certain things and obviously search up Easter eggs, there's a couple things. I saw something else where apparently there could have been a reference to the Crimson Bands of Ciderac, which if any of you know who what that's all about, then where was that at? Uh, OK, so loosely, if you look at how uh, every one of the gods have some type of avatar on the planet, then Ciderac would have. It just establishes that Ciderac would have his avatar. Oh, right. Yeah. So oh, if you want to yeah. deeply go stretch your head that yeah. far. So if they exist, then he has to exist. Yes, if they exist, then there's obviously Juggernaut. Even Doctor Strange has even mentioned him. Well, he's mentioned, yes, yeah. exactly. He's mentioned yeah. the power of Ciderac, too. So yeah. uh, just just a couple things. Apparently, that that's a Gaspard Uliel, the, the Midnight Man. Yeah, and he unfortunately passed he away. He unfortunately passed away, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I did not know that until some of the or, or people wrote that on there. And he right. passed away in a skiing accident. That's too oh. young. Sucks. Oh, man. Yeah, unfortunately. But, yeah. But you like the episode, right? Yeah, and in a, in a master class, uh, well, I don't know if you can say that, but damn good acting from Oscar Isaac. Oh, yeah. Him going from, uh, and you know what? Uh, I hope. I mean, if they do bring the Jake Lockley part in, maybe that's cool. But uh, there's already a lot going on. We're we're switching from fight scenes to all of a sudden we're like in a bakery somewhere, and you're just like, "What's what the hell just happened?" And you you have no idea what's been going on. There's just so many gaps. You're so confused. It's hard to keep track of some things, which is the beauty of the show. It, it's really appealing in that way. I. I hope they don't add a third. If they do add a third personality, it's like, okay, we just, we just did it and we're done. Like, don't, don't go to, don't give us any more than that because it's just a lot to chew on right now. I think and they're going to have keep to keep going. I think just because of how many people have died and, and the way they're dying. Like the one thing I said last night was, I don't think we've ever had a Marvel hero. Cause this is what he's turning out to be. Uh, that kills. 
Well, technically, when we think about it, and someone told us in our YouTube comments, Ronan was killing people left and right. And he was absolutely slicing Oh, yes, Ronan was. Uh, Ronan was killing Hawkeye people. was absolutely slicing throats and put, impaling people. Yes, so Good call, it, people. Thank you for those of uh, those of you that commented. No, they're not on listening that. to us, Les. They're just watching. That's great. Hey, whatever. I like to think that they uh, yeah, follow the list across the board. Nah, they, I wish so, they did. They don't. They Sith list all the way down seemed, from the top to the bottom. Like <laughs> at the beginning of Age of Ultron, it seems like they killed a lot of people. No, no, no. But that was that wasn't purposely killing people. They, Last they night, Nazis. it was the bomb that did it. There we go. The we, and all yeah. that. They were Nazis. It wasn't me. It was the fucking grenade. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of collateral damage. We can, well, well, we can yeah. literally say that there's a well, lot. I'm of just saying that you, you didn't see even even uh, Captain America. You never really see him kill, right? No. Yeah, but you he's just assume those guys are. Dead, you never though. see Iron Man really kill, do you? You yeah, have to assume. But uh, anyone yeah, that at the first movie, he killed a lot of people. Did he? He's no, but rockets killed a lot of people. Yeah, the, the people in that tank blow up. Captain America bursts through a through a, a wooden door with a 1911 in his hand, just shooting. You don't see him shoot the people, but he's That's shooting at saying. somebody. Yeah, but you don't see him shoot the people. We last night saw him. Oh, you want to see murder people? Oh, you oh you want like the knife? No, coming out of the dude kind of thing. Is that what you wanted? Like when I'm slit you want to watch Saving Private Ryan. I'm telling you guys oh, that's where you're at right oh now, dude. I know God. what you're saying, Raj. I know what you're saying. You're right. I do have I a mute it. function here, I think. Uh, Listen, I know exactly what, what I'm saying. trying to tell you guys the opposite. I have what I'm saying is what we saw last night was a little I was a little off put because of how he was just mowing people down. Is yes. what I'm trying to say. It's not like I yeah. want to see them die. I'm just saying it was weird to see a hero. But if they have to, you want to see it. No, I no, no, I don't care. But I get what I'm you're saying because when when, when Moon Knight is doing his thing, it, it, as compared to other heroes, when they in, when they take on multiple people, you'll see like you know a boot to the chest from Captain America, and the guy sure. falls and he'll like roll over. Whereas right. with Moon Knight, that guy falls and he's not moving. You're like, no, yeah. he's yeah, he's that guy's in, dead. <laughs> that that guy's, yeah, he's yeah, dead. Exactly. So you're like, they're all dead. But I, I get right. it. Uh, yeah, what did everybody else think? Yeah, go ahead. Eric. Boo, what'd you think? I liked it. I liked it. I it's it's one of those shows where I'm interested. I'm interested. I, I think I felt I kind of feel the same way I felt towards the end of Loki, where I kind of just wanted to finish it because I knew there was gonna be something something I think like the last part of Loki, I was like, all right, come on now. I want to get to the end because I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. It kind of lost me a little bit. Okay. And not that the show has lost me, but I'm not like I gotta, I can't be spoiled. I gotta wait, you know, things like that. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm fully engaged, but I'm not where I'm like, oh my god, no. But I, I dig it. I, I think the action's good. Um, uh, Oscar Isaac's a- acting is fantastic, and the what one thing that I, I, I enjoy is how they're bringing in. The idea of, you know, like we talked about, you know, the pantheon of the Egyptian gods. I like what they said that they forgot about us kind of thing. Like we never disappeared, but they forgot about us. And that's an interesting concept because you can have there's other there's other gods going on inside the Marvel Universe. So and, and, and that's an interesting way to put it that they we, we didn't go away. They just forgot about us. They did stop believing in us kind of thing. But we still exist. I enjoyed that. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, no, I I dig the action, the uh, the the not jump cuts, but the 
I guess, personality cuts where they go from one thing to the other. He's got a bloody knife in his hand. They're they're a little little jarring for me. I I understand why they're there. They're just a little jarring for me. But I I dig the show and I'm interested to see where it goes. And I think the action's pretty good. I think his his co- or his uh his suit, you know, as he calls Conchu, he's like, put on the fucking suit, dude. Uh, I think his Conchu's suit is cool, awesome. Man. Yeah, Conchu's like fucking I'm waiting for him. He sounds you know, he reminds me of uh a uh What's in a boxing match? You're an Egyptian god, line man. <laughs> line man, yeah, exactly like that. He's like, he's. I'm waiting for him to be like, put him up, put up your gloves. <laughs> the uppercut that we talked he, about, do it. He hates Stephen though. Corner man, there you go. Corner man. Yeah. He hates Stephen though. Oh, he's, oh like, yeah. he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he hates him. I, I'm waiting Towards for Conchu. Seemed like he was warming up to him. Yeah, at the end he was. He had no. Oh, because he sees that, that he's useful. He's like, yeah. okay, this guy's. Yeah. He's he's a putz, but he's a useful putz. I I thought that it was, was funny, kinda... the 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 one scene where the where the 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 guy just says, "All right, you're not going to torture me anymore." And he just cuts the rope and lets himself fall. Yeah, you see Conchu just chilling there on the cliff, you know, like one foot up, just hanging up. You're yeah. like, "Well, that's surprising." <laughs> I thought <laughs> like, he'd what really, an answer. I, I thought he'd answer. Yeah, he's, he's, cool. I was like, "What an answer!" Just chilling there, be like, "Well, now." Yeah, that's cool. Ah, that didn't work out. He's like, you're the asshole who told me to take him to the fucking ledge. <laughs> so I, I, I think Conchu is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's rad. Well, cool. So you're into it, just not fully like invested yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. got you, Eric. What's your, what's, uh, what's your, what, what you say? I really dug it, man. The I had to, I need to watch it again because when I watched it today, I had it on while I was doing some work, so I didn't get to give it my full undivided attention. But Oscar Isaac is crushing it from an acting standpoint, being you know covering so many personas inside the same body. It's he's very good at what he does and makes it compelling and makes it uh, makes the characters lovable, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's just the right amount of humor for me and it to have it still be action packed. I like that. It's a little more violent. Yeah, me too. And, uh, yeah, Kanshu looks amazing and referring to him as a pigeon. I thought that was pretty, <laughs> pretty cute. <laughs> the, the effects are, are, are really good. The, I, I wish I understood more of what was going on, but you know, that'll come with, like the end of the series so yeah hot damn we're into it and amanda and i actually meant to watch it this evening today was her birthday by the way so happy birthday to my awesome wife amanda that's awesome and but yeah we've we sort of forgotten so i'm like oh balls i better get it watched before Mm -hmm. we record tonight so we'll watch it tomorrow she's she's loving the show too which for me that's important that's a good sign sign. she really likes it I like uh, the low key humor that Steven throws out there, like under the breath. Oh, yeah. Humor, you know, he's yeah. The, it's really good. And mm-hmm. Isaac's delivery is phenomenal and timing is great in that. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Randy, what was your take, man? Uh, like you guys are saying, uh, Oscar Isaac, I think his acting is still like the main reason, I think, to watch the show. But uh, this, show, this episode kind of. There was. It felt like they were really putting themselves into it, but I was just kind of just wasn't feeling it. Like the whole, the whole, the whole. uh, Every part of the Moon Knight persona serves a purpose. Rang really hollow. Mm. Like it's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know it's kind of going. Conchu's not going to be a bad person. He's just misunderstood, and there's 
information we don't have. It's like a lot of it feels like stuff that's been treaded so many times. And it just it was it and it doesn't feel like the the show really moved forward that much. But I will say that I really like uh the uh John Malkovich we're getting from uh Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Some mean John Malkovich vibes. Yeah, me. that's true. He is really good. We 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 skip over Ethan Hawke. He's been very good, and he's still got the glass in his shoes. Uh, me and Les have been trying to figure that out, but we have those earbuds in, and we hear the crunching. Yep, you can hear him as he steps. Glass. Really? So he's still. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah. So the that's, broken glass is in there. That's pretty yeah. good. Good job, and long, guys. And the long hair, the reality bites hair. Love it. Mm-hmm. Well done, Ethan Hawke. Well done. Have you guys ever seen Predestination? No. It's one of the most amazing Ethan Hawke movies in the world, and it's a multiversal like mindfuck. Oh, really? It definitely what, what, worth checking uh, out. When did it and come no one out? ever talks Back in about the day? it. No, probably about like I want to say five, six years ago. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. One one thing I did did want to add about it as far as Moon Knight, and I don't. It probably not isn't the case, but since there isn't any uh, ties to the regular Marvel universe, I was. Considering the idea, like, what if he is a multiversal character? Like, he's of another universe, and he will get tied into the Marvel universe. Interesting. I really don't have any... But they could go that route, especially when they're doing all the Kang stuff right now and yep. leading up to it. Yeah. It just seems crazy that you can, like, have stars spinning around the whole fucking world, and it's just like, yeah, it should happen. That is true. That, and that's the thing that always gets people going, well, where the hell was he? Or how the hell did they not see the you know, stars spinning around the galaxy or the eclipse happening or, or know something crazy is happening? But yeah, that's, the multiverse is a great crutch, man. You can do a lot of different things with it. Maybe that's what this is. But Kevin Feige, our friend Frigé, did say that he is going to be a trickle part of Phase 4. So let's see uh, what happens. And, and they weren't going to do this show. It was, the director forgot his name pitched this idea it was like a two-hour pitch and it convinced feige to do it so well done well done yeah can't wait there's gonna be three more episodes left uh it looks like correct am i correct six total and they've been around 51 minutes if you take away the you know the minute and a half intro they do every single episode and the two minute credits you you know what else is kind of cool to see the uh, to see Egypt. I'm, I'm guessing that's Cairo. That's in in, a, in another yeah. to see it at night lit up like an actual yeah, major city, a uh, major world city, and not just some place where mummies hang out. Yeah. You know, it was cool to right. get like a, a a nice little even just a quick you know drone shot. It was still awesome to see that and to get that whole. To see the type of power that Khonshu has to be able to spin the night sky literally back to that exact point in time where, you know, just to see that kind of stuff. And, and seeing how Randy brought up, you know, multiversal elements. What if that, just that little action alone is like, okay, they lock it, they seal him away, but maybe Doctor Strange or someone else is going, hey, hey something's going on in Egypt over there. Yeah. You know, what, what the hell's going on with the with the moon and everything? Like, well, anything can happen now. You're right. Anything can happen now. And I like, like you said, he's maybe not part of the MCU. But then again, also, there's a connection there. It's mm-hmm. obviously going to be something. It, it, this well, all. With, we saw it last night. 
in, in yes. The, uh, so pyramids of Giza, right? So and yeah, we got a we got a Magipour reference. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. Yes, we did. Well, yeah, that that connects them automatically. So, boo. If you know if things keep progressing and you do get married, that's where we're gonna have your bachelor party, bro. Magipour. In Magipour. Magipour? Yeah. So we're doing it. As I think long as I get out alive, yeah. I think <laughs> the uh, I think the real life counterpart, or, or not real life, but the location is Macau, 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 Philippines, yes. and yeah. that was where Shang Chi was at, right? Yes. Also, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier hung out in Madripoor too. There it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, that's phenomenal. We are going to end this thing with the trailer for Stranger Things season four. I think there's only one season after this, correct? Is there only five seasons going to be, or is this going to be the last one? Have Nobody no knows? idea. No, I think this is. I think there's. One oh, let me give him a call real quick. Hold on. Thank you. Yeah. Call, duff, call, yeah. call Millie and ask her. Up. The, duff, the duffers. Happy, happy birthday to Millie Bobby Brown. She's 18 now. And here is um, the trailer. I haven't seen it, so uh, let's get our reaction to Stranger Things four. Let's see if there's a cool song. They usually have cool songs. You've broken everything. Who's, who's talking here? Conscious suffering. He's <laughs> almost dead. <laughs> At an end. Okay, let's. Oh, Billy. Yeah, he had a cool car. Dear Billy, I don't know if you can even hear this. Ever since you left, everything's been a total disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. You hear that song, Eric? Normal. I do. I know that's impossible. Red Guardian. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You guys, far from Hawkins. Because I thought you'd be safe. Damn, Stephen Perry's got a good A war is coming. I'm afraid your friends at Hawkins are very much in the eye of the storm. to say this other than just to say it without you we can't win this war see you on the other side on the other side that hair is magnificent, huh? Oh, it's just a, it's a character of its own. I was put here for some other reason. Maybe I can still help. Even if it's the last thing I do. Oh! People say Hawkins is cursed. It is. 
They're not way off. It's time. What the shit was that? Ho, 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 ho. First of all, fantastic use of a song. And how, I wonder if that wasn't, that they got Steve Perry to redo the song. Or I wonder if that's, they just took all the audio. I suspect it was an isolated vocal track. Yeah. Um, I mean, because it sounds just like the the record. Yeah. Um, God, that dude. <laughs> and, and what a what a great pick because i'm actually working on an episode of that's metal that's a great male rock vocalist and yeah, separate ways it's one of the songs i put in oh, there oh that's awesome man that looks that looks great it looks like we're getting into the actual what the hell is going on in this godforsaken town and we're going to get a backstory we've never seen that that being uh, and it looks like he is like the reason everything's going down wow that was rad, man. I liked it. Yeah, very cool. The music really helped pull it together. The way oh, they sure. took the instrumentation and sort of flipped it over um, and made it just desolate and spooky. That that was cool. That was super cool. The show's always done a great job picking the perfect songs for the perfect scenes. So, I was man. getting some major Cobra Kai vibes from that trailer. Were you? Yeah, I was like, this song could just, the edit could be the same. Just put that song <laughs> yeah, in there. Right. You got Cobra Kai's season right. fucking four. Yeah. Be cool multiverse. Have them in it. Oh, yeah. We're all together. Oh, that fucking would... Johnny comes and beats up that demon. Yes. So while they're playing yeah. wailing guitar on top of an abandoned building, Johnny and Daniel are doing freaking double dragon right. style. Right. Yeah, I wonder who through. the guitar player was because that yeah. was ripping, man. He was. It's got to be Steve. You think so? Yeah, you know, okay, you don't have him with this in a in a jean vest, a, a, a denim vest. Oh, and his hair be, looks yeah, like that. Right. He's about to cross into the upside down and not get on top of a building and play guitar. It's true. That is true. Whoever it was was a better guitar player than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Season four, Stranger Things. I believe we have one more after this, and they're done. Um so um, hopefully uh, this is a good season. It's been solid, such a sol- solid show since it came out. I think it was one of those Netflix game changers that everybody was talking about back in the day. And kind of like Lorraine was like, that's still going on? I go, oh, yeah, there's only been three seasons. So they take their time. They do it right. Good for you, Duffer Brothers. A lot of people forgot about him ever since the Ultimatum came out. Well, of course. That's really... Shook the industry, Randy. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I fuck. I know, dude. Yeah, I know you know, but I don't think Eric does. Guys, we are going to be flipped off by Eric. Uh, we are going to end this podcast with, um, you know, I want to just do this. Yes. We haven't done this in a while, guys. 
Yes. Nice. We're, we're supposed to see him in. Uh, yes. In yes, we are. Movie, right? yes, we yeah. are. Yes, we are. Did he get like the power of spider or something? <laughs> like the spider god. Yeah. <laughs> oh. you got this uh, Toy Raj, would you give up on Voltron? No. No? No, I, I would love this, awesome, dude. No, I would love this. Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, it's a close second. Only because... I have a, min- I have a miniature one of Leopard. Yes, you do, King nice. Tom. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It is phenomenal. That's like my number two. I never had it when I was a kid, so that's why I want the Voltron so badly. But Leopardon would be great. Ah. <sighs> That had to be one of the greatest twists in the history of our show. That's right. Randy Strong, right? know this. Johnny so. Grasso was like, this is horrible. And then we saw yeah. it, we were like, ah! So what happened is we had Johnny on, and we had no idea this thing existed. I had no idea. Oh, really? of Le- Some of us didn't. Well, yeah. But, but, you, you, that, was the first, right. but that was the first time you saw that, is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm talking about that, that intro. So we all saw it together, and it was just like Christmas morning for us, man. It was It awesome. was. It was, yeah, I hate this term, in. but it was a game changer. It was. It definitely. Change the part on. Oh, come on, man. I'm so rad. Uh, I feel like some people know how to fucking party. Like, yeah. the other side of the world, they're fucking doing it right. Yes. Yeah. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to number 297. We're getting closer to 300. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, look for stuff on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We'll put some information out there when and where to click in and come on YouTube. Mr. Carlos Borguello, the man who is manscaping like a champion. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me in uh, awkward poses, you know, uh, doing what I need to do. Um, oh, Captain Morgan, huh? Well, uh, and others on Twitter <laughs> at the Sithless Boo. Just throw them in the mouth again. Randy, are you picturing it? That's all I wanted to say. Eric Struthers, king of all blonde hair. Where can people find you? Uh, you know what? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. Check out my super awesome Twitter, at Eric Struthers, because, man, oh, man, I've been lighting it up lately with uh, tweets about Taylor Swift. So there you go. Nice. Les, where can people find you with your snowball? No one knows it. <laughs> oh no, no, no! But uh, you can find me on Twitter at less four seventy eight, and also on this podcast and on our YouTube channel, putting up some awesome reactions to some cool stuff. Yeah, and reviews, Les. We're actually reviewing right. it too. We're doing our thing. We're actually pressing pause during our reactions and talking about what we just saw. It's a new thing. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you blushing? You can find me on Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and The Bad Motivators. And you can also find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be painted like one of your French girls. 
I was waiting Come for it. Come on. Give him some love. I know. I, I, he tied it up. Yeah, he did. I, I, I was just waiting. I was waiting for it, and he delivered. Guys, you can find me at The Sith List. Check us out on YouTube. Like Les said, we'd love to have you as a subscriber. If not, just listen to this for the three people that are left. We'll catch you next week on episode number 298 of The Sith Leaves are falling all around I'll be on my way Thanks to you I'm much obliged Such a pleasant stay Now it's time for me to go Tale that can't be told